Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to a special Tuesday edition of Inside the Huddle. I'm your host, Sammy Jacobs. Uh, TJ is on vacation, uh, so hopefully he's enjoying his time uh, away from uh, work. And uh, we're here to talk about IU football. Matt Weaver from Peaks.com is going to join us right now. Matt, how are you today? I'm doing okay. How are you guys doing? I'm doing excellent. Uh, we had some some news come out of uh, Bloomington yesterday on the football side. Uh, we have Wesley Green, a, a transfer from uh, South Carolina, uh, pledged his commitment to IU and will be joining the team and be eligible for uh, the 2016 season. Matt, uh, can you tell us a little bit about Wesley, why he uh, left South Carolina and what he brings to Indiana? Well, as far as the details for his depart or as far with his departure, um, I mean it's kind of it's kind of vague. I mean it was basically a statement where they said that um him and South Carolina said they mutually agreed to part ways. I think there was an off the field uh issue, um uh, him and maybe a small amount of marijuana. Um don't know all the details on that, but um, you know, so um I don't from everything that we've read, I don't think he's a bad kid. Maybe he made a mistake. I mean, you know, stuff happens. Um, big-time player. I mean, Indiana recruited him out of high school. He was uh, on our site rivals. He was a four-star. Um, I think ranked like 208 in the nation overall, um, so a top 250 player. Um, I had offers from basically everybody across the country, who's who of college football programs. Uh, ended up narrowing it down, I think, to like South Carolina, Georgia, and I want to say Ole Miss, and, and obviously picked South Carolina, and was, uh, you know, in the two deep on their depth chart coming out of spring ball. So, Sound like he had a pretty good, um, you know, uh, freshman year. He redshirted last year, and like you said, he'll have to sit out this season. But uh, three years to play, three um, starting next year, and it's basically kind of like um, picking up uh, a really, really good JUCO player, um, you know, but who will be a part of your team this fall. So um, it's a really good get. Um, it, it's kind of interesting, you know. We've, um, you know, the, the secondary this year is a little bit of a concern, but. Now you had uh, Wesley Green, you had Jamie Thompson, he'll be coming in next year, and then Ashawn Riggins, who's committed. And the corner the corner uh, and DB uh, group next year could be go from kind of a unknown or kind of a concern to maybe one of the a bigger strengths on the team. Right, and it it's, uh, kind of takes a, a blow that he has to sit out a year because of the transfer rules. But speaking on these, these cornerbacks and the secondary on this team, who is – you know, stood out in the last couple of days. I know Big Ten Network just uh, tweeted out uh, something that, that Fant wasn't running with the ones. Um, how do you think this secondary uh, for this year uh, shapes up? Well, I mean, I think it's right now, I think they're still kind of trying to figure that out. I mean, the one constant that seems to be from spring ball and then the first, you know, two, two and a half, three weeks of fall camp is – you know Ben Balk, the uh, the former walk-on, has kind of been the one the one guy who's been a constant at least up there at the top of the depth chart. So um, it seems like the staff seems uh, appears to really like him. 
I saw that tweet too um, from I think it was Tom Deanhart. Um, you know, it's good to see Padmore up there because when I was there last week, he, he did not appear to be in the two deep. Now it's kind of hard to tell because they rotate guys. You know how that is at practice, so sometimes it's kind of hard to tell. But um, you know, I've, I've said on our board that to me, Fant and Padmore are the keys to the to the corners uh, this fall because they're they're the returning guys. They you know Padmore has yet to play on the defense. I mean, he's played a little bit maybe on special teams, but they've been here. This is their third year in the program. And you need your veteran players to be contributors. I mean, it's you can't keep playing freshmen every year. I mean, you're going to play some here and there, but it's hard to rely on a bunch of freshmen, especially at a spot like corner. So it'd be it would be great to see those guys really going into the season playing well and and up there in the top two or three. You're going to play. As he mentioned their top three corners. You're going to today's day and age. You're going to play three corners with all the spread offenses and teams going to four and five wideouts. So. Uh, the fact that Fant's up there tells me, I mean, you know, technically it may not be first team, but he's up there with the, working with the first team. Um, so that, that to me is good to see. And then, you know, hopefully these freshmen, Devontae Williams, Tyler Green, Andre Brown, you know, they can continue to come along and, and, and get experience uh, because they have all three have big-time ability. It's just they just they're, – they're, they're brand new. They, they're learning the position and they're learning what it takes to play at this level. But – you know, there's potential, um, but to me, that's the big question mark for this season is the secondary. Yeah, the secondary is definitely going to be a concern, and I can see they do rotate a lot in practice. And I can see even that those first two two games they rotate in, you know, five, six, seven, eight guys uh, just to get them game reps. And you know, everybody says that the college game is so much faster than high school, and they have the big matchup against the powerful Western Kentucky team in week three. So those game reps in week one and week two become that much more important. Uh, Matt, we're going to switch the offensive side of the ball. Uh, wide receiver is also a concern for IU. Uh, they struggled last year, partly uh, due to inexperience, partly due to uh, losing Nate Sudfeld at uh, quarterback. Uh, who has stepped up? I know you know it was weird not hearing Dom Booth's name uh, in Kevin Wilson's press conference the other day. Uh, so who who's stepping up to to be the ones and twos uh, across the wide receiving core? Well, even before he said it yesterday, I mean, he mentioned Ricky Jones and Simi Cobbs, and those are the two guys that when I've been at practice that I've noticed. Now, obviously, um, <clears throat> you know, Simi Cobbs played last year, and really towards the la- last half of the season, he kind of struggled, really struggled with drops. I mean, when you watch him, uh, you know, he, he's got everything you're looking for. He's a big, uh, tall, long, athletic guy. Um, and he he's shown he has shown the ability to 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 uh, you know to make some catches make some tough catches so to me it's the, that's probably kind of just a maturity and kind of a concentration issue that'll come as he as he you know gets older and and matures as a player. Um, Ricky Jones is finally healthy. I think that's the biggest thing with him. You know, talking with one of the staff members at practice, you know, his, he was he came in and he was they they were so excited about him his true freshman year he played his, in the first game and then the week after the first game. He broke his ankle or broke his foot. I can't remember the exact injury, but in that, and then he just had multiple injuries um, to to that foot or ankle since then. And now he's finally healthy and he's showing what he can do, and he's having a good camp. Um, you know, in the slot, you, you you got a couple of former walk-ons and in, in Mitchell Page and and, um, and Damon Graham guys who've been around. You know, not going to probably wow people with their with their athleticism or their speed, but steady guys who you know know the offense and and you know hopefully when the ball comes their way they make a play and then. You know, Nick Westbrook looks like a guy who's going to be a really good player. I know the staff really likes him. Leon Thornton's another guy they like, um, and he looks he looks um, really good as well. And then I think you also see 
Jordan Fuchs and Anthony Corsaro used kind of in that slot receiver role, which gives um, Indiana, you know, a nice matchup against uh, opposing DBs or linebackers, whoever that is they put out there to, to try to cover them. So, I, to me, wide receiver is a concern. It's it's a it's a smaller concern for me than, than DB just because um, there's more numbers there, and you also have some guys who do have some game experience. And plus, I just I think it's easier for a, a new guy to come in and play on offense at, at receiver than it is to come in, <clears throat> excuse me, than, than it is to play on defense as a freshman. But um, the, these guys are going to have to catch up quick because you know the passing game has got to improve this year. There's no doubt about that. That's that's you know. That's an easy thing to say. It's, it's got to be better, and I think with Nate healthy, um, you know, uh, it, it will be. But will it be to the level they need it to be? I, you know, that's that kind of remains to be seen, and we'll we'll, we'll find out early. Well, also uh, the running game, uh, they lose Tevin Coleman. Um, you know, the passing game is that much more important. But how, how is Jordan Howard and, and Devine Redding and the rest of those running backs? Um, you know, it looks like, you know, being down at practice, it looks like Devine's got most of the reps, uh, but it looks like they're going to go, you know, three or four running backs uh, during a game. How, how have they looked in the last, you know, couple days? Oh, I, 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 think the, I think the running back group is a good group. I mean, there's no, you know, there's no Tevin Coleman, but, I mean, that you know, that there's, there's a bunch of teams across the country who don't have a Tevin Coleman. I mean, you know, he was a special, special talent and, and, and a special player, and, and guys like that don't come along, you know, all the time. So, But they've got a good group. I, I said this, and, and Coach McCullough, you know, said this um, when I talked to him last week, that he thinks this is his best group he's had here, and I think top to bottom it is. And even, even without there not being a Tevin Coleman, I think there's better depth um, from top to bottom. There's four or five guys that you could make a, a case for to be – um, you know, one of the top two running backs. Um, you know, I think this year, whoever the starter is to me is kind of, I mean, you know, I know fans get caught up in that, but I think it's going to be a lot uh, more evenly split as far as carries. You know, last year Kevin got, you know, I don't know the percentage, but you probably say two-thirds of the carries um, most games. And this year I think it will be more of a 50-50 split or, you know, if there's a third guy, um, you know, he'll get a little bit of it too. But, I, you know, I think Howard, Jordan Howard um, is going to be good. I think he was a, a tad heavy coming into camp. Um, but, you know, there was a tweet today from one of the Big Ten guys. I think it was Dean Hart said he, uh, he's looking good at practice. And when I've seen him, he looks good. Divine Redding is um, at a very good fall camp. Um, his one bugaboo is a uh, t- tendency to put the ball in the turf, which, you know, obviously is a big, big no-no. You can't have turnovers because, uh, especially with Indiana, your margin of errors, then um, you can't you can't give the ball up, um, especially if you're, you know, going in for a score or you're moving the ball. It's, you can't shoot yourself in the foot. And then Ricky Brookins is the guy that really intrigues me. He had a great spring. Um, uh, you know, you saw him out there. He's a slashing guy. He's a walk-on. You know, not didn't have a big name coming out of high school from Terre Haute, but he um, he really runs hard. He's got some some good athleticism, some good quickness, and I think he's going to be a nice kind of change of pace guy. Um, he's similar to Divine um, as far as his running style. Um, so, but a little different. So it'd be a nice change of pace from um, those two, from uh, Devine and Jordan Howard, that when they use Ricky Brookins, and then Alex Rodriguez is a big thumper. Um, Tommy Mister is another guy who's who I think it looks good. He looks like the Tommy Mister coming out of high school. So they've got they've got it's going to be getting carries is going to be tough. It's it's going to be competitive all year long at, at that position. Yeah, I agree, and and yeah, you could see them using four or five. Uh, guys, just keep guys fresh, especially with the tempo offense and going against, you know, some of these road graders, uh, 
you know, defensive lines uh, in the Big Ten. You know, fresh legs always help, so having the ability to go four or five deep is very important. Well, Matt, thanks for jumping on with us to, uh, quickly today. Uh, always great talking uh, football with you. Uh, tell the folks uh, where we can follow you on Twitter and, and read your stuff. Um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm Peegs.com, P-E-E-G-S.com, um, and my Twitter handle is, uh, you know what, I don't even know it offhand. I apologize. I think it's MB <laughs> underscore Weaver. Yeah, M, it's at MB underscore Weaver. I should probably memorize that. Um, and so you can, uh, that's where you can follow me on Twitter, um, you know, and i uh, love to have people come by the site and check us out. All right. Thanks, Matt. Enjoy the rest of your uh Tuesday morning, and uh, we'll see you uh, later in the week. Okay. Thanks for having me on. All right. You're welcome. Well, that just about does it for this special edition of uh, Inside the Huddle. Uh, our next show will be a uh, game uh, game preview. We'll have our first uh, you know preview of Southern Illinois. Uh, we'll get into it. We have reached out to a couple of the Southern Illinois writers to learn a little bit more about their program. And we're closing in on, on game week. Uh, we have 11 days until kickoff. And other than that, you know, keep coming back to HoosierHuddle.com. We have content every day. We're starting to, to pump out our, our positional previews. Uh, we'll have a Southern Illinois preview coming out here shortly. Uh, and just keep coming back. We have new content every day. And uh, we'll keep you happy until football season. Uh, anyway, uh, have a great day, Hoosier Nation. Uh, Keep up the spirits, and uh, you can follow us on at Hoosier underscore huddle. Uh, it's HoosierHuddle.com. We're on Facebook. And uh, come by, stop by. Uh, we'd love to chat with you. Uh, we have had some great comments recently on the site. So uh, don't be shy. We'd love to hear your thoughts, and have a great day. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. 
But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence.